Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. The Holy of Holies had no light, no natural light. But it was as it was as bright as the brighter than the noonday sun. Because that was where the glory of God was. The Shekinah glory. So that is the Shekinah glory. That's the visible glory. And the Lord was showing me. He said, depending on what the church does, he said from that 2025 onwards, you know, into 2028, which will be the third day from resurrection, we're going to start seeing the visible glory. We haven't seen it all these years, though. Occasionally. God in his sovereignty will just do it, and then we don't see it again for 20 years. Of, but now, it's going to be people, oh, I got the kosher kapara, the friend, the klomo Everybody, turn with me your Bible to Isaiah 4. Isaiah chapter 4. I just got a tweet from heaven. Isaiah, this is what I mean when I say you're teaching prophetically. Isaiah 4, this one, it's not in my notes. Isaiah 4, look at verse 5. This is prophetic, Pastor G, honey. It's prophetic. He said, and the Lord will create. It means he hasn't done it yet. It's future. He will create. It's, it's, in other words, it's something that's going to happen. It has not yet happened. And I'm going to prove it to you. You know, this is an Old Testament scripture. This Isaiah. Read these words. Everybody say, the Lord will create... Upon a few. Every dwelling place of Mount Zion. And upon her assemblies. A cloud. And smoke by day. Everybody say visible glory. And the shining. Of a flaming fire by night. For upon all. The glory shall be a defense. Everybody say visible glory. Now observe his future. So the Lord will create you know what blew my mind? Look at this scripture. It's Old Testament. How did Isaiah know that there's a difference between the dwelling place and the assemblies? There was no Zion church. Zion was just the hill in, in Jerusalem. He speaks prophetically, looking into the future on the glorious and the perfect church. Then he says, you know what God's going to do? Upon individuals, every dwelling place of Mount Zion. Then upon the corporate bodies and upon her same, they're not the same. We're drinking in the glory. <laughs> Talk to me, man. Oh, I'm excited. Ah, I'm I'm going to stay around. 2025, 2028, 2032, 2046. We're going to be here. By the grace and the mercy of God. I'm not missing this party. It's right in front of us. And I've given you a, like a kind of timeline. Now, glory be to God. How? Hmm. I'm going to start today. I don't think I can finish this afternoon. Because I don't want to keep us waiting too long. But you know, this is that should be exciting you. Not the beans and, you know. In fact, we are fasting now. Uh, so, uh, so we can continue the message now. So we are fasting. Uh, nobody's going home to eat. Everybody's fasting. 
if you are still on my side. <laughs> and if you agree, clap offering to the Lord. Uh-huh. Why is God telling us about Zoe, Dunamis, and Glory? To motivate us to prepare for them. In Romans chapter 8 verse 18, the scripture says that the sufferings on this present time, they are not worthy to be compared to the glory that's going to be revealed in us. When I, we can, I'm looking at the glory in front. So fasting, prayer, getting up early in the morning, good morning Jesus. They are a small price to pay. To get the glory. And I will pay it. That's the problem. Now, how? Let me share with you. Self-denial to give more time than in bracket. I put see more room for Jesus. I may remember the Christmas message. There is no Christian that has not made room for Jesus, or else you won't be a Christian. Every Christian has room for Jesus. But most of us. We put him in the, the garage downstairs with the animals. To make more room for Jesus, you have to give him more time. The currency for more room is more time. That's why I um, referenced how Jesus lived. I now understand. I now understand better. I wonder why he get up early in the morning. Huh, I just got another tweet, prof. Do you know every Jewish child back in those days, and up till today, they were taught the scriptures. So not everybody could afford a Bible. It's not like today where you have, you know, you have it on iPhone, you have it on iPad. It wasn't like that. You understand? So why, when they were growing up, they would go to the synagogue every Saturday. Sometimes twice a week, they have, you know, days where they'll go and they will recite the scriptures. And they would say it and say it. So they knew the scriptures by heart. In fact, in, that's why when Jesus was teaching, he said, is it not written? Have you not read? Because uh, the, particularly in Galilee, the people were, where, where they were spiritually educated. They knew. That's why Peter and James are just fishermen. They didn't have formal education. They didn't go to university. They didn't go there. They're not like Paul who went to school. But they knew their Bible. Because every Jewish child was taught the scriptures, including Jesus. So Jesus knew the scriptures. He had them inside him. So he would go to a lonely place, you know, alone. Then he would start praying. And drawing life. You know, drawing life is not Pastor Luby's doctrine. I don't know how many people know that. Isaiah 12, quickly. Isaiah chapter 12. Look at verse 3. I think it is. Verse 3. Thank you. Therefore with joy, shall you do what? Draw water out of the wells of salvation. This is where we get drawing life from. It's not our, we didn't invent it. So draw. That's what Jesus was doing. These are messianic scriptures. He would Draw. Then he would pray. Bible says, with strong crying and tears. Then he would pray unto him that was able to save him from death and was hurt that he feared. So, we are to copy the same example. You know, for, so we give more time for life scriptures, power scriptures, 
the fruit of the Spirit, praying in tongues that converts Zoe to dunamis and ultimately to glory. Now, put the, uh, this thing on the screen. The, uh, the animation. Just the two of them as I close. Yes. This is an updated animation you know, of these live scriptures. All these things are things we know before. But just hold it there for a minute. <clears throat> uh, no, move it. Move it a little bit so that we can zero in on the fine details. Yes. Now stop there for a minute. I want to quickly point out to you. <clears throat> I say, Pastor, where did you get all this from? Revelation? I didn't have a vision. Revelation is light in my mind. Then I now tell the... Um, Brother Nee and others and Laulu and all, what to draw. It's light. Inside your innermost being, you have two sections. You have the inner core, which stores Zoe and distributes Zoe. Just like your heart pumps blood. Your innermost being, your spirit, that's why it's here, it's out of his belly. It, it pumps Zoe and life. Then it has an outer core. The outer core is where power, that's why we have the orange there, you know, uh, uh, the, the life is now converted to power. The power represents fire, you know, red, you know, that represents the power. So it, the inner core has a storage place. It has a distribution place. It comes into the inner core, then it flows out. Look at these arrows here. The thing flows into the rest of the spirit man. Your spirit man is like a reservoir. That's exactly what it is. It's a reservoir that contains, that, 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 that is filled with the life of God. So you can have the life of God in greater and greater measures inside your inner man. It goes from the inner, inner core, then it goes, you know, and goes to the rest of your spirit. And that's why it is stored there. And we're going to see the functionality in a minute. Then you got the outer core where it's converted to power. And then that outer core is directly connected to the soul, even though there are perforations there, so that life can keep flowing from the spirit into this tube, so to speak, that goes to the soul. And once it enters there, it mixes with the power, and then it goes up. Because you see, your soul, which is your mind, your will, your, will, your mind, or your emotions, that's where this power of godliness goes. That's where the love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control, patience. That's where they go. So it comes from the spirit, you know, with power, you know, to, 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 to control your mind, to enlighten your understanding, to control your emotions. And watch this. I just, we just added this. This came uh, between me and uh, Brother Nee, you know, I was discussing this. I was telling what I was seeing. So he said, ah, Pastor, let's do it this way. And I said, let's give Brother Nee Yomikule a super clap offering. Hey, Brother Nee, you, you know, this great job he did here. Look at this. And it is accurate scripture. The, light, the power of God, the life and power of God comes from your innermost being. It comes up. We're going to see this when we look at the soul animation in a minute. And it enters the soul. The will, through the will, the mind, the emotions, it is from that abundance, you see the connection that goes to your mouth, 
For of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you don't have sufficient life flowing into your soul and into your mind, your words will not contain much power. Hence, Jesus said, the words I speak, they are what? Spirit and their life. That's why Jesus would say to the, girl, to the leper, I will. And he get healed. You say, I will. Nothing happens. <laughs> Not because God does, loves you any less. You just don't have sufficient. That's why you need to grow. What do you grow in? Two levels. Capacity. The amount. Then strength. Power. The force with which it comes. So when you speak, you know those demons, Jesus just got out of the boat. Just got out of the boat. In Gadara. Instead of those two, uh, the madman of Gadara, you know, these demons started screaming immediately. They said, Oh, Jesus! Thou son of God! Have you come to torment us before the time? There was an effulgence. We will get there. Oh. There was a power that was emanating from him that immediately the spirits, those spirits could sense it. And they knew who he was. Remember? Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? They will know you in the spirit. Hmm. Roll the movie. Go. Quick, 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 quick. Roll the movie, roll the movie, roll the movie. Roll the movie. Thank you. Thank you for this innovation, putting the scriptures at the side without having to take away the middle picture. I told you to do that on Wednesday and you've done it. Let's give them a clap offering up there. I've done a lot of, a lot of work going into that. So, you know, this is sin. The, you know, the sin substance, you know, comes from the soul and it blocks this connection. Quick, 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 just roll it. We're used to all of this, you know, should be, you know. Then you confess your sin, you know. <clears throat> Ask for mercy, the cleansing of the blood of Jesus. Watch this. Then the blood comes from the head, the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Thank you. Right. So the blood removes the block. Then the, re the, the life flow is restored. Stop. Stop the movie for a minute. That block can be partial or it can be total. Most people live with a partial block. Because they are not totally honest about all their sins. So some of it is cleansed, some of it remains. So even though the guy is doing live scripture and he's, you know, making noise and all of that, the amount is just like drops. It's not flowing properly. That's why you have to change your attitude. That's why you have to be totally honest. That's why Jesus said, Lord of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. Because see, if you, you, the, 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 the flow of the life of God can and is hindered by sin. I'll tell you something else, honey. You know, God said I should say this. He said it when I was preparing and I was praying for this message. He said, you've taught them. He said, but people haven't yet got it. There is a difference between sins and sin. Sins are the acts, the things you do. Sin is a substance that is inside you that makes you do those things. Now watch this. The blood of Jesus takes care of the effect of sins, 
but it is the life of God and the power of the Holy Spirit that cleanses and removes sin. You can't use the blood for that. The blood removes the effect of the act of sin that blocks the flow of the life of God. But it is when you pray in tongues and groaning and travail that the life of God that is on the inside through the intercession and the groan that goes up and then it removes, it use the word cleanse. Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22. It says, having our bodies washed with pure water. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. No shortcut. I'll tell you something else. Majority of Christians, even people in this house, only deal with sins they don't deal with sin. So when they do something by, oh God, I'm sorry, I will never do that again. You know, please forgive me. And all, which is good. <laughs> you know, then the blood cleanses them. But the substance that is causing it, because they don't pray effectually and fervently with groaning and travail, you know, in, 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 on a consistent basis, they are not removing the sin substance. So the thing keeps repeating itself. We call it besetting sin. You've got to not only deal with the effect of sin as an act, you must also deal with the root of sin as a substance. That's why God gave you the life of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if, if that resonated with anybody. Only my wife clapped for me. Honey, thank God you came to church. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Okay, now give her the soul animation and then we close this is the uh life animation you know showing the whole system now we want to focus now on the soul quickly the soul animation thank you all right now stop again you see this anatomy here you know again it's the same thing as the as the other one but here you know it's exactly the same then you see this connection see it's connected to the this this tube is connected to the outer it's to the outer core it's from this outer core power flows then it goes into the soul the will the mind and the emotions and it is the overflow of the life that goes into the mind that now comes through the mouth the of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks watch this pastor g can you see that if the life of god is not there in sufficient measure, what he's going to talk is rubbish. Scripture. It is not what enters a man that defiles the man. He said, it is what comes out of him. For out of the mouth comes evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, pride, blasphemy. He said, these are the things that defile the man. It's not what is coming out, you know, it's not what he's eating. Is what is inside his soul. Roll the movie. Am I helping anybody here? I remember one the glory. This is how to get it. Roll the movie. So the life of God begins to flow. We've done all that, you know. Then it flows. Oh yeah, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it. This is the conscience, the witness of the spirit. The life of God is flowing from the innermost being. From the inner core, the outer core is flowing. 
<laughs> it gets pumped, starts getting pumped, converted to power. It starts, you know, filling the spirit. Your spirit is a, is a tank. <clears throat> then it goes through this connection from the outer core to the soul. Then it, it reaches the door of the will. The will here, stop for a minute, just for a second. Can either be open, closed, or partially open. In most of us, it's partially open. There are things we're willing to do. There are things we're not willing to do. Brother Lubi, what's up to you? I'm going to translate. In our language, that means, there's nothing they can go to tell me. That's what Pastor Lubi is saying. That's his own. This is what I believe. It gets into trouble. Attitude will determine your altitude. Right choices. Right attitude. The thing will either open or it will be... Most of us, we're not totally stubborn, but we are stubborn. <laughs> so, it's like this. Life is entering, but it's not entering sufficiently. So, you still have a lot of those dots, those black dots there, which is the sin nature in the soul. So, the understanding is still darkened. So when you are preaching like this, they're just looking at you. They, even, they can't comprehend what you're saying. The Bible says, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because that scripture is compulsory reading. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. Of the hardness or stubbornness of their heart. You want more life, light in your mind? Remove the stubbornness, meekness, and lowliness of heart. With the lowly is wisdom. This is how, this is the functionality of how this thing operates. Roll it. So, if you are willing, willingness causes you to know. Jesus said, if a man is willing to do it, he will know. So, the life, when it's totally open, the life and the power of God now go, stop, stop. All those black, stop for a minute. All the black things are gone. The mind is clear. Clear. The emotions under control. Roll the movie. Go close. When he now speaks, he's going to be speaking. His words are going to be what? Spirit and life. It will heal the sick. It will cleanse the leper. It will raise the dead. It will cast out devil. The understanding will be so enlightened. He will have a wisdom greater than the wisdom of Solomon. The Bible says, and God gave Solomon with all his nonsense. How much more you and I stand to your feet. Let's close. Oh, glory to God. I don't know if I've helped anybody. But like Papa Hagen would say, I preach me happy. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, 
prophecies and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you and God bless you.